Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for more 92.9 The Game Tonight. Let's keep it going now. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome in our number two here, 92.9 The Game tonight. Abe Gordon here taking you all the way to 10 o'clock in. Uh, been hot and heavy today. It's been fun already. A lo- I mean, an incredible amount of reaction on Twitter, but also on the phone lines as well. Kirk Cousins, the center of discussion. It was reported earlier that he's asking for two and 90, 45 per fully guaranteed. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit more down the road as well. We're going to continue that discussion a little bit later. But first, got to go out to the wadeford.com hotline, Atlanta Ford dealer, and bring on my man Joe Patrick, 92.9 The Game, Atlanta Falcons reporter. And I called Joe on the phone over the weekend because it's about 20 or 30 minutes after the news that Zach Robinson was reportedly going to be the Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator. Joe, I called you. I told you why I was excited. What have you learned since I hung up the phone with you that maybe has you excited about Zach Robinson being the Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator? Yeah, Abe, uh, I I do appreciate the heads up on it because uh, you were totally right. I mean, this guy is – he seems like – the real deal, and just and just in terms of knowing about you know just like the, this modern NFL offense that we that we see now under these innovative coaches like Sean McVay, under whom he worked, or Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel. I mean, these are the guys who are dominating the NFL landscape right now. And Zach Robinson could I, I don't want to I don't know if like being cut from that cloth is necessarily the right way to say it, but like because here's the thing, I, I think a lot of people kind of misconstrue. Uh, we, we throw the word systems out a lot, like the McVay system, the Shanahan system. I don't know if those guys really have systems. I don't know if there's like, you know, they would ha- be able to say like, you know, here is the Shanahan system and they would be able to break down all the bullet points. I think what these guys are just trying to do is observe the game, observe the tactics that are being implemented against them on the defensive side and try to be creative and determine how you can exploit that. And they do it in different ways. Shanahan uses some more kind of multiple running backs system with Kyle Juszczyk. Uh, McVay, who Zach Robinson kind of comes from and has learned under over the last four years, 
has run a lot of 11 personnel, so that's three wide receiver groupings out there on the field. And I think that's, first of all, what's exciting for, I think, Falcons fans is just getting to see the personnel that will be used a little bit more kind of, you know, hopefully electrifying, but just like faster players, I think, out on the field, just getting more skillful players out there on offense, I think will be something that Atlanta Falcons fans are desperate to see. But Abe, I, I think that the thing that excites me most about Zach Robinson in particular is his background actually prior to uh, working with the Rams where he was working for PFF, Pro Football Focus, where he was their lead quarterback analyst. And he watched, I, I saw one of their other, um, their guys on the PFF podcast saying that he was probably the only person in the world that that actually reviewed every single throw that happened in the NFL in the two years preceding him joining the Rams. And that's probably one of the reasons why Sean McVay went to PFF and plucked him out of there because he'd been seeing every single throw that these guys have been making. And then also a just absolute ton of these college prospects and being able to, you know, draft and identify potential draft picks. And so when you look at, compare that to the Falcon, the situation the Falcons are in right now, it seems like kind of the perfect kind of guy that you could bring in. He's not a guy, I mean, he will obviously, um, he, he wants to kind of do a lot of the same things Arthur Smith is doing in terms of, you know, running the ball. That's actually something that these uh, really elite offensive coaches still like to do actually. But um, I, I think he's just going to have a more kind of forward thinking way about how to utilize all these skill position players that the Falcons have amassed over these past few seasons. It is Joe Patrick on the wadeford.com hotline. Obviously our Atlanta Falcons reporter here at 92.9 the game. We always appreciate him joining us here on 92.9 the game tonight. So, uh, a couple more things have been confirmed now. Obviously, Zach Robinson uh, confirmed, confirmed, at least according to the Twitter. Uh, they could have been hacked, mm-hmm. I guess, and the you know, graphic nicely <laughs> made, but I, I think it's real. Uh, but also, Jimmy Lake, whose name came up kind of for the first time today uh, from our own Carl Dukes. I know uh, that D-Lad said he was an interesting candidate as well, but uh, Jimmy Lake, a- as the next Falcons defensive coordinator, what does he bring to this team? And then the other question that's interesting do you know who's going to be calling plays? Is Raheem handing that off to Jimmy Lake, or is Raheem going to call the plays himself? So we don't know, actually, who's going to be calling plays. And the Falcons, actually, in the release they put out uh, on the content on their website, kind of said that that will be um, – it's open right now. <laughs> it's not necessarily decided. To me, the way I read that is that it will basically start with Raheem Morris. If things are going well and it's not a problem, he may keep that. But I would expect Raheem Morris to be calling the team's plays at least off the get-go. And if if there comes a point where they feel like it it, it makes sense to kind of transfer over that responsibility, they could do it. I could be very well be wrong, too, here. I'm just kind of speculating. But I do think that it will be Raheem Morris who's calling the plays. I I would kind of – uh, take this kind of compare the situation to the last coaching regime the opposite way, where you had Arthur Smith was the head coach and he was also kind of in control of the offense, and he had as his offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Dave Ragone, who kind of just was was assisting him, and obviously he was coaching the players too. But he was he was he kind of took a, a kind of a more subdued role than, for example, what you will see from Zach Robinson, kind of being the leader of this Falcons offense uh, this year. Now, I think on the defensive side of the ball, it'll be kind of more like that where Raheem Morris is, you know, kind of heading up the defense, doing the play calling and, and some of the, those other tasks. And, and I think Jimmy Lake will be more of a guy who helps support him. And I think that Jimmy will also be specifically tasked with kind of getting the secondary group, uh, you know, in order. And that's basically the role that Jerry Gray 
had last year under Arthur Smith as the assistant head coach, the same role that Jimmy, Jimmy Lake had in L.A. under Sean McVay, where he knows Raheem and Zach Robinson from. Um, so I think it makes sense. That, you know, these guys all know each other. Uh, Jimmy Lake actually was the defense or worked under, as a defensive backs coach under Raheem Morris when he was in, when Raheem Morris had the uh, head coaching job in Tampa. So they've known each other all the way from back then. And I think Jimmy Lake just has a track record of being able to work with young players. And most of his, his career has come in college uh, where he's been able to work with young players and really improve them and develop them. And that's, I think, something that he's going to have to be able to do to be successful in Atlanta is, again, helping guide some of these young players because we know you're probably going to have a new safety next year. It's probably going to be a uh, – well, I don't know if it's going to be a rookie, probably a young player, and then potentially a corner as well, whether that's um, uh, Clark Phillips uh, III, who they drafted last year, or somebody else. So uh, I, I think it's a signing that definitely makes sense on the defensive side. It is 92.9 The Game tonight. I'm your host, Abe Gordon. I am joined on the phones right now by 92.9 The Game beat reporter for the Atlanta Falcons, Joe Patrick. And, Joe, I want to kind of end the interview and get into more just a general conversation, open things up for points and counterpoints and a little bit more free-flowing conversation. So so let me just get into it here, and then we'll see where this goes. But it it was reported today that Kirk Cousins is going to be asking for two years and $90 million fully guaranteed in free agency. It just off the top, and we'll see if I have a, a rebuttal or need one or whatever. Maybe we're in line on this, but at two years, 45 per fully guaranteed, are you interested in Kirk Cousins coming here? And if so, why? I think we are going to have a debate on that. I, this, I am interested. And, and the reason I'm interested is because uh, Kirk Cousins has shown himself to be a top caliber caliber quarterback in this league not the top not the top not up there with like some of the elite players but I mean last the the last two years up to the point we got hurt this year he was dealing with the best of them even better than some of the guys we've seen in this playoff so far and so um, for me that's the reason why even though it is extremely expensive and I do have concerns about the injury that he's coming off of and I wouldn't you know fault the Falcons at all for not going with him based on some of those things I think you have to consider it if he's going to be a quarterback that basically vaults you not just into like playoff contention, but being solidly the playoff favorites coming out of the NFC South with potentially the ability to do some damage. So here's my biggest concern with that, Joe. And I actually look, first off, I think you might there there is a situation where you might get backed in the corner where you have to consider it. If you can't get fields, if you can't get up in the draft, what are you left with? I, I think that's at play as well. I, I'm also like I respect the quality that he's been able to provide throughout the status of his career. And and even to a lesser extent, the injury I'm mildly okay with. It's a new age in health and and recovery, whatever. My concern is two years. And I say that because I don't think you're in position to win a Super Bowl year one, which leaves you with a one-year window for everything to be right. And and Mm -hmm. that's my biggest concern is that if he – chooses to end his career at what would be age 38. If you don't win the Super Bowl in that second year, I I just think you wasted $90 million in two years where you could have tried to grow something else. So, so I, that's a great point. And this is where kind of the, the, uh, the second phase I'm, I'm like kind of doing my, I'm like touching my fingers together. Like, uh, I'm up to something devilish, which I am. Um, I think that it would make sense for the Falcons to really kind of double down at this position. We've, are, we've obviously seen 
the disappointment that can come from just not having the guy All right, there. So, look, so, so how so love, how early then? How early? Because you're not doing it at eight. You're not doing it at eight. But uh, I think uh, potentially trading back up into the bottom of the first round, you'll have extra second round picks. Um, that's a potential. If Michael Penix is still there, I think that he would be a quarterback that they would definitely be interested in and acquire. If not, with your second round pick, if there's still a guy that uh, that you like there, dra- drafting a quarterback who who would basically be your kind of longer term vision and somebody who would you know still be on a rookie contract for you know three years, well two years plus his fifth year option. You know, hopefully, well I guess that wouldn't have fifth year option if you're not drafting him in the first round. But you see my point, basically. And 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 I will admit, I will admit, this is a, basically under this plan that I'm formulating. <laughs> uh, you're basically utilizing Kirk Cousins as a bridge quarterback. And that's a very expensive bridge quarterback, but he would immediately he would do some things for the organization that I think would immediately vault you into like a, a more positive trajectory, which is getting this team back in the playoffs and also being a great, great, great mentor for that next quarterback who would be, you know, succeeding him in a couple of years. Now I've sat here and watched quarterbacks tell us they're gonna be mentors and then quit on the team. So I'm just I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, you've seen the quarterback's documentary, though. There's no way my man Kirk would do that. <laughs> Look, I love Kirk Cousins. I was in D.C. Yeah, when he does. took yeah. that job from RG3. It, it was crazy to see, like, the ride he went on from, what was he, sixth round? I think in the yeah. same draft that RG3 was a first-round pick. I, I would listen to you. My only concern, if that's the plan, and, and again, it goes back to you're probably not winning in year one. If it doesn't come together under Kirk Cousins in year two, now you're turning it over to a quarterback that you haven't seen play a game. And that's terrifying yep. to me, especially if it's a lower round. I mean, you, this is a guy that could be the sixth or seventh quarterback taken in the draft. We couldn't make it work with the second quarterback taken in his specific well, draft. So, well, here's the here's the other thing, Abe. I know we got to get off real quick, but like, you know, I think in this modern NFL, like you got to have two options ready to play quarterback. And you know, obviously, your backup's not going to be as good as your starter, not even close. But I think that you know, if you take the approach where like we're going to sign Cousins and then have. A, a, a guy who's going to be the understudy, hopefully for as long as possible until until we can kind of make that transition. That guy still might you ne- might still need to rely on that player, you know, a handful of times over a couple seasons because you know quarterbacks get beat up. I, if you look around the NFL, almost all of them use their backup quarterback at some point this year. So regardless of who is going to be the quarterback, I know Justin Fields obviously is a guy that a lot of people want. Well, the most he's ever played in his career is 15 games in a single season because he just, you know, his style of play. Well, is he hasn't played out, behind so. that stellar Falcons line before. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, you, you got to have you got to have options to be, to be ready just in case. So, I know it's, I know it seems like a luxury, but no, yeah. So final question here, Joe, because I received this from a caller. I, I probably could have handled it handled it better. Got a little agitated. Um, <laughs> is there any world? in which Desmond Ritter is QB1 week one? No, no. Okay, no. see, I was my right. Que- I was right. Yeah, yeah. My only question is whether he's actually able to be rostered at all based on, like, the psychological damage that he's undergone. Like, when you have the owner and then CEO of the team talking about, like, the you know, the, the, ter- the lack of quarterback play <laughs> after they fired the coach. I mean, I can only imagine what Ritter's gone through. And outside of that, like, I still think he's a very affordable option as a backup. But, uh, and again, he's an option that you could have, like, to, that if you need to go to him for a game or whatever. But I don't, I don't even know if it makes sense. It, almost, it seems to me like it's one of those things where both parties might be best served by offering him a fresh start. And I, and I actually do think he would have some, some 
trade value. I, I think other teams would think, oh, yeah, we like him for his contract, too, for a couple of years. And uh, he certainly won't be as bad for us as he was for you guys. So because every team thinks that they're the ones who will. Well, I, I think around, there's so. a path to, like, dumb down the offense if you're forced to use Ritter. Sure. And, and he's got some tools. Yeah. We know he's got some talent. Yeah, yeah. It's no just doubt. about putting yeah. it together. The The other thing for, for me is um, – I just totally blanked on what I was going to say, too. Man, that, that's a bummer because I had something else for you. But I don't know. Maybe I'll text you and get an answer or something or response. Okay, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, have the, uh, yeah, we'll have the second interview later. Oh, oh, oh here's, here's what it was. So, like, the other yeah. thing, the, the other response I had, the other defense to, like, Ritter not being quarterback one is I think Raheem Morris got this job partially because he had a plan for the quarterback position right. and, and blank – and Fontenot approved of that plan. There's no way that in the second interview he sat there and said, I actually think the best plan is just to go with Ritter. And so that that's yeah. the other reason I think. Like, there's just, there's yeah. just no way that you're in a position like that uh, unless something Agreed. you know something crazy happens. Agree. So. And really quickly, you have, again, you uh, with, the, with Zach Robinson, you probably have the one of the premier evaluators of this particular position whose judgment you can trust on whatever they land on. Well, there you go. Joe Patrick, always appreciate your stuff. If you want to follow Joe on Twitter, make sure you're up to date with the latest Falcons news at JAPatrick200. He'll also slide in some Tiago Almada news potentially and some, <laughs> some other stuff, some Atlanta United hip-hops and, and all that so, stuff. Sometimes so, I have to whack the soccer fans on the, on the head with a newspaper. Just, you know, just you got sure to roll it up and just – Make sure to block him in college football season unless you want your <laughs> latest Buckeye trend. So, uh, Joe, thanks as always, man. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it, man. All right. We're way behind. Appreciate Joe joining us on the WadeFord.com hotline. When we come back, though, let's keep this discussion going. If you're into it, I'm to it. into it. Kirk Cousins. I don't mean into him having, but I meant like the discussion, not into having Kirk Cousins here at 2 and 90. I'm still not sure that's the path, but we'll find out if you do. 2 and 90. Are you interested in Kirk Cousins? Joe Patrick, to an extent, was, but he had this whole scheme he now has to unravel for that to be of interest. We'll see. Uh, all right. That's what's going on when we come back here. I'm your host, Dave Gordon, 92.9 The Game, tonight live from the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back in, 92.9 The Game tonight. Abe Gordon here taking you all the way to 10 o'clock. Got Orin spinning the tunes tonight. I hear he's got something special for me at the end of the show, so I anxiously await, trembling a little bit, what's going on. So we'll find out by the end of the show. But until then, it is you, and it is me, and it is the potential of Kirk Cousins coming to Atlanta. Again, if you're questioning why we're talking about this so much tonight, it was reported earlier today by Dove Kleiman, who, to be fair, has had some misses, quite a few misses when it comes to reporting the NFL news. So keep that in mind. But he did report that Kirk Cousins is going to be asking for two years and $90 million fully guaranteed in free agency. Now, a couple of things here. It is very Kirk Cousins-like. In fact, it has been the case for Kirk Cousins to have fully guaranteed contracts. He was one of the first ones to do it at the quarterback position. He's had a couple of contracts since then. All have been fully guaranteed. I'm just saying, not a surprise that Kirk Cousins is going to want fully guaranteed. Will someone give it to him coming off of the injury, however? might be a different discussion. Will the Falcons be the ones who give it to him? Are you interested in Kirk Cousins knowing that the price tag might be 90 mil over the course of two years? We've got a couple callers that have been holding on for quite a while, and I do appreciate it. Chris and Purnell, we're going to get to you in this segment when we start on line three with Ty. Ty, appreciate you holding over the course of that Joe Patrick interview what do you think about Kirk Cousins at, at two and ninety? Are we in the ball game here? First of all, uh, you guys are talking about, or the previous caller uh, used this whole segment to talk about uh, uh, Desmond Ritter, like he's the AP Player of the Year, and he's like Coach Moore said back in the day. Uh, some of these guys can be coach killers, so we, let's just put that to rest. The guy is not an NFL quarterback. Talking about Ritter. Um, to me, he needs to go play in the whatever that league is now, the United League or the Rock League or the USFL, whatever you want to call it. He could better himself. But as far as him and the Falcons, he shouldn't be with the Falcons, and they should let him go. And, of course, we, we should look for another quarterback, but Kirk Cousins is way too much money. He's not worth it. Um, we could do something else with that money. I would say go with youth, go you know with a Bo Nix, go with uh, a Penix. Uh, like the gentleman said, and well, let's just roll with that. And just remember this: we're not in the AFC West. AFC West has very competitive teams. We're in one of the worst divisions 
and we won seven games with deficient quarterbacks. So all we really need is somebody that doesn't lose the game, that plays smart, and and we can manufacture two or three more wins and get ten wins. And with that, have a wonderful night, Abe, and I appreciate the call, brother. Thank you, Ty. And look, I was big on to Baker Mayfield last offseason. That was the play that I wanted. Uh, obviously, that did not happen. I don't even know if they were interested in Baker, but that was the guy that I brought out uh, multiple times. Now, I, I got laughed at by a couple of people here. Hey, we got Baker Mayfield. What are you talking about? Um there's you know, a couple of hosts here that laughed at me, thought thought he's got no game, thought thought he's a bum. Who's laughing now? Guy went to the playoffs, man. And he is uh, projected, I, I think I saw potential of two years 40 for Baker. You, you did not mishear me, by the way. A playoff quarterback, two years and 40, reportedly uh, might be what Baker could go for. And we're talking about two years 90 for Kirk. Cousins. Um, so you do the math, man. I think there's a couple quarterbacks who can get the Falcons where they want to be for a lot cheaper than $90 million. Uh, Again, I just don't. The other thing is, it, it, the, my biggest issue, it's always going to come back to this for me, is I just don't love the idea of a two-year window when I don't think you're ready to win in year one. That really bothers me because now everything has to work out properly in year two. And, and that's there's just too much coulda, shoulda, woulda in the sport of the NFL for, for me to be pleased with that. You look at the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens are probably going to the Super Bowl if Keaton Mitchell doesn't tear his knee in week 16 or, or 15, whenever it was. Uh, forget the J.K. Dobbins injury week one. I, I, I just There's too much on a given year that could go wrong to put all of our chips in one-year windows, and, and, and that's what I think we'd be doing with Kirk Cousins. Continuing on the phones, line four. We got my man Chris hanging out there with us tonight here on 929 the game tonight. Chris, two years, 90 million, Kirk Cousins, former pro bowler. You in? No way. Oh boy. No way. Why no, not? That's too much money. First of all, he's he coming off an injury. And our line is decent, but it's not the best line. Like, I don't know what people see, but you know, when you build a line, it gotta be you gotta be pass blocking or run blocking. We got a running team. We need a quarterback that can just hand the ball off and make the short, quick throws within three seconds. We don't need them back there standing back there trying to throw deep. This is my feeling. I'd rather go defense. And, you know, just wait because the way the quarterback situation played out this year, a lot of people not coming off their back up. You have to develop a quarterback. There's no way around it. You might have to wait till the second, third round, fourth round. Try it again next year. Run the ball this year. Run the ball. Quarterback, irrelevant. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I appreciate the call. I, I want to pay attention to a tweet I, I just received. I've, I've gotten a couple of them along these lines, and I am going to get to you, Purnell. Please just keep holding. We're, we're going to get to you this segment. But I got a tweet from Hendo uh, saying that, yes, he would be interested in Kirk Cousins for 2-90, and 90, and he says, here's why. Here's a list of the top 10 quarterbacks making top 10 money. Joe Burrow, and I'm not going to go through the, the numbers for each one, but Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, all over $50 million. Uh, the quarterbacks over $45 million are Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, and then between 40 and 45 are Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, and Matthew Stafford. 
with the exception of Matthew Stafford, none of these quarterbacks are on the wrong side of 35. Even if you include Matthew Stafford, certainly none of these quarterbacks are coming off an Achilles injury. I, I, I understand the money. The money's not as much of an issue if Kirk Cousins is 32. If you told me $45 million was what it would cost to get Kirk Cousins here for six years at the age of 32, I would start listening. But he's not 32. He's 36, coming off of a serious injury, and I don't think you are in the position that some of the other teams that have made these moves recently are in. I do not think you're a quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl. You're a quarterback away from winning the NFC South, no doubt about it. And anything can happen when you get into playoffs. I understand that. I just don't see you winning a Super Bowl in year one under Raheem Morris with Kirk Cousins. And that would leave a one-year window unless he signs for longer than the two-year deal that he's uh, reportedly going to ask for. Purnell is hanging out with us tonight. It's Abe Gordon here on 92.9 The Game tonight. What's going on, Purnell? Hey, how you doing, man? Great show, man. Talking about the the Kirk Cousins, uh, two-year, 90 million. I would have to say no to that, and um, here's my reason. I feel that the I feel that what the organization need to do is invest that money into defense, into the secondary, um, also to the offensive line and defensive line. But uh, here's the idea that I had because of the money. Um, there's two players right now that's going to be in free agency, free agency this year. Um, one that's familiar with um, Sean McVay's system, which is Carson Wentz. Um, that's at the Rams, that his contract ends this year. Also, there's somebody that's with the Baltimore Ravens that was a serviceable backup there with under um, Greg Roman offense. Now, you know, Todd Munkin offense, that's Tyler Huntley. Huntley's 25 years old, and Carson Wentz is 31 years old. So that, for the next two years, I think that will be serviceable um, as far as us winning the division, not maybe the Super Bowl, but if you look at the free agents that's going to be in, 20, in 2025, uh, I mean, this coming year is not really that much, but in 2026, there's one specific player that's on there, um, Dak Prescott, Jared Love, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, but there's one specific one, that's Trevor Lawrence. I think we should try to go after him in 2026 because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Purnell. Obviously, any of these guys could sign extensions. I would imagine the Jaguars are going to attempt to come to an extension with Trevor Lawrence. I, I don't imagine they're going to let him walk in free agency. Guys like Jared Goff. Jared Goff's never leaving Detroit if he doesn't want to. Uh, I, I just they're working. They're reportedly working on an extension with Jared Goff now. So we'll see how that plays out. Look, Carson Wentz is, isn't top tier enough for me. Uh, he's shown over the last couple of years that whatever we saw with him in Philly is not there anymore. Uh, I'm not sure that's the play. Huntley is interesting. I understand why that would be a bridge situation for me with the potential of, of more. I do. Do I think you probably could win the NFC South with Tyler Huntley? Absolutely. I do, but I don't know if he's top tier enough that you're going to gamble your long-term future on him. So I would I would parlay that with with a draft pick, kind of like Joe had had suggested. But he better come cheap. I mean, I'm not paying Tyler Huntley thirty million dollars. Uh, I mean, I could give him if I'm going after Tyler Huntley. And by the way, he hadn't proven anywhere near what Baker Mayfield had proven. I'd give him the Baker deal. You know what Baker Mayfield made this year from the Buccaneers? It's under ten million. It, I think it's under eight million. I think his base salary was like 4.6, and then with incentives and other stuff, I think he got to like 7.8 million maybe. 
I mean, it's the guy I wanted. I said I'd give him $10 million last year, but too late now. Uh, you know, we are going to keep on this. We, we do have one line. Uh, we got time for one more. Let's get him, get him racked up. All right, DJ. What's going on, DJ? What's going on? Hey, man, I miss you in the morning time, man. You used to wake me up with uh, you and John, man. I miss your energy, man. I miss it. But anyway, man, we're, the Falcons are in a terrible situation, man. This is the worst thing possible. Looking for a quarterback now. There's nothing out there. I don't want Fields, man. Yeah, he's good. He can run around and all that stuff, but we need somebody consistent. We got to draft the quarterback, and we got to just ride the wave, man. That's just all we have to do right now because this roller coaster is killing me. Like, it's like, you know, just got to throw your hands up in the air. Honestly, it's like nothing we can do. We can try and go get Kirk, but no, nah, no, we can't pay Kirk. No, nah, definitely can't pay Kirk, man. He's a statue. I don't want a statue right now. Ain't no statues winning. So for the most, for the most part, we just gotta draft the quarterback, ride the wave, man. That's that. I think that's all we can do. <laughs> that's all we can do. Yeah, I appreciate the call, DJ. And if you want to get in and share some thoughts on Kirk Cousins, four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Look. I'm going to spend one more segment, maybe longer, but at least one more segment on this. Uh, I'll read a couple of the tweets that I've gotten in response to this idea, but if you want to give us a call, 404-726-0929. I also got some more concerns in regards to it. I know I talked about the two-year window being one of my major concerns, and that's not the only problem that I foresee if you were to bring in Kirk Cousins for two and 90 guaranteed. Also, I want to hear from Oren Romaine, whether he's uh, interested in a deal for two and no, no, it's not you. You wouldn't be receiving it. We're we're giving two and ninety. You want to make that can clear? I, can I nope. have ninety million? No, no, you're you're not receiving the ninety. You get you, you have to watch someone else get it. That, but I don't get any. I don't, get, don't get any. Of that. I don't fact, get any of the ninety million. No, not not even a signing bonus. Well, this is the worst question Sorry, ever. Man. So we're gonna dive into that on the other side here. It is ninety-two-nine. The game tonight, hosted by me, Abe Gordon, right here live from the Kia Studios on Sports Radio ninety-two-nine. The game and the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back in, 92.9 The Game. Tonight, it is Abe Gordon here, live from the Keys Studios. A uh, couple things I want to clear up. Well, first, let's get to the news from earlier in the day. Just make sure everyone is aware that uh, some of the reports of uh, Raheem Morris putting together his staff have now been made official. Zach Robinson as the offensive coordinator, Jimmy Lake as the defensive coordinator, and we had already heard a little bit uh, a while ago, Marquise Williams is going to be retained as special teams coordinator. So just making sure everybody's up in the news on that. One other thing here, as we 
continue this discussion about Kirk Cousins that I want to be very clear on in, in regards to my thoughts on Cousins. I am a massive fan of Kirk Cousins. I'm a huge fan. I have posts on Twitter and Facebook from years ago talking about how much I liked him. Now, some of that might have had to do with the fact that he married uh, a, a woman from the SEC. It's part of it. Uh, they're also very active in, I don't know if it's still, but at the time, in animal rescue. And I respect that. I like that. I think he was always undersold coming out of college, out of Michigan State. He gets drafted into the, well, we know what their team used to be called, organization there in Washington while I was working and living there. I saw the changeover from RG3 to to Kirk Cousins. I saw the hesitancy of that fan base to accept Kirk Cousins as a legitimate QB1. I saw the success that they had. I saw them eventually force him out. And I've seen from afar now the run of outstanding years he's put together in Minnesota. I am not against Kirk Cousins generally. couple things, though. The injury certainly does concern me. The timeline certainly does concern me, the window. And the impact that signing him to a 45 per deal, the impact that would have on our ability here in Atlanta to chase free agents to fill the needs we need to fill does concern me. Whether or not you feel like certain guys on Atlanta are are deserving of extensions if you sign Kirk Cousins to 45 I think you got some real tough decisions when it comes to guys like Kyle Pitts like AJ Terrell potentially even like Drake London depending on how things get moved around money-wise and and all that stuff Uh, so those are some of my bigger concerns I'm concerned about the injury I am I'm concerned about the window I am And I'm also concerned about the impact it would have on the salary cap overall and the freedom to either extend guys or bring in other guys. Those are some of my bigger concerns in regards to Kirk Cousins. I'm not questioning Kirk Cousins and the level of performance he's put forth over the course of his career. I'm concerned about the level of performance he would put forth over the course of the next two years. Back out to the phone lines, and if you want to join 404-726-0929. You can share if you're in favor of the Falcons going after Kirk Cousins for a reported 2-98. and And keep in mind, that's a report. This is not confirmed or anything like that. Someone, a guy who writes about the NFL, has said that he's going to be asking for this. We don't know if that's actually accurate. We've seen Kirk Cousins himself talk about money not being the most important thing at this stage of his career. Does that mean a hometown discount only for Minnesota? Could that apply to Atlanta as well? Michael's on the phone lines out there, 404-726-0929. What's going on, Michael? How interested? Hey, you, you, you like the idea of $90 million guaranteed headed that direction? I'm mediocre about it, but to be honest with you, because if he wouldn't have got injured, like you said, I'd be for it. But honestly, now in my head, because of the injury, I feel like it just sets us back from being able to get the type of quarterback that we should be getting. I would much rather see us draft somebody and then still let Ritter 
and whoever we pick compete for that spot. I, I, I know people might want to beat up Ritter, but you never know what year two could be under a better coach that might utilize our running talents better and open him up for easier passes than what he got this year. A better coach could change his direction with actual competition instead of just saying, oh, yeah, it's his job. You know, I mean, and and who knows? Raheem might actually make a good pick. And if he doesn't make a good pick, it, with our losses or with where we will place, we may be able to draft another quarterback next year. I mean, just that's where I'm at with it. I'd rather see the young talent and see his ability to pick a good quarterback and guide this team in the future than just say, oh, yeah, let's get this good guy for two years, and then he's injured again, gone, and it just puts us back, especially guaranteeing him any money. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Michael. Let me address the idea of having Ritter compete for any quarterback position with whatever rookie or free agent guy that's not a top-tier free agent you might bring in. There's a real problem with that, and that is – you're wasting at least one year if you don't get that right. Like, let's say Ritter beats that guy out, and he's okay but not great, whatever. Like, Ritter's – let's just say it becomes clearer and clearer that Ritter's not the future of the quarterback position here in Atlanta. Like, you just wasted another year of your regime. I, I think you've got to get off to a fast start. Like I said, I think the interview that Raheem Morris put forth with other blank and Terry Fontenot and Rich McKay and some of the other brain trusts – it obviously involved a quarterback plan. I can't imagine letting Ritter compete for the job was part of that plan. Uh, we continue. Jose is riding around town. What's going on, Jose? Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm calling to uh, support Ritter. In the last two years, the Sox were 14 and 20. Under Ritter, they were 8 and 8. Yeah, I'm not saying that he's going to be a uh, paid Manning or anything, but I think he never played the preseason. Didn't have a quarterback coach, and I think Smith, really, uh, the last coach, really didn't apply his mechanics because one of the games, uh, Matt Ryan was the commentator and said, hey, look, he's not throwing the ball right. His field works wrong. I think if he had a good quarterback coach and a real coach that could work with him and not play in the preseason, and he did. And if he would have um, won three more games if defense uh, held – we well, won three more games if he didn't throw interceptions and fumble at the well, goal line. I mean, come yeah, on. It's a it's a wash. You know, there's three games he he lost and three games he should have won. But still, there were six uh, six and twelve without Ritter and eight and eight with Ritter. Numbers. I mean, that's numbers. Yeah, I appreciate the call. We we're not going eight and eight next year, guys. That's not an acceptable finish. I think Raheem Morris will tell you. Uh, I just again, there there's no. I, I just don't envision a world in which. Desmond Ritter has any opportunity to be quarterback one here. I mean, Joe Patrick said it. He may not even have an opportunity to be the backup based on kind of the feelings within the organization and, and trying to come of the some of the commentary and, and direction of those comments. I mean, guys, Desmond Ritter at quarterback is what got Arthur Smith fired. You think Raheem Morris is going to come in and try to do the same thing that just got the last guy fired? There's just no shot of it. Tom is going on uh, on line uh, three. What's going on, Tom? Hey, so as I, I'm not really a sports expert, but like when when the Giants gave Daniel Jones that money, who who were they outbidding? 
themselves, and, and they made a massive yeah, mistake. So, so with Kirk Cousins, other than Minnesota, where's the market for him? Well, well, see, this I did a segment on this yesterday. I think there's a lot of teams that would be interested. Uh, certainly, I think the Steelers would be interested. I think there's a world that, depending on how the Super Bowl goes, goes you might see the 49ers interested i think this yeah, but not at that money probably for the niners no for the steelers potentially um i i think there's a lot more uh there, there's a lot more teams that you would think that might be interested it depends what the buccaneers do uh with baker mayfield could they be interested uh i i think there's uh, uh, i'm trying to remember who i had on my the broncos probably can't afford it because they're gonna have to pay out russell wilson as well but, uh, yeah, I, I think there's a lot more teams than just Atlanta and Minnesota bidding on Kirk Cousins. I, I know uh, Seattle I might be one as well 30. with a new head coach. I wouldn't go above $30 million. I, I would I, I would go above 30 I appreciate the call. I, I think I would be, like, mildly comfortable at, like, 35 I think that still gives you room to play in the free agent market a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't go higher than 35 and, and just based on the report, if it's true, which – there's certainly the possibility of it not being accurate. Uh, I, I just, I'm not going up to 45. I'm not going up to 40. Uh, I'd try and keep it in the 30 to 35 range. Uh, Mel is riding around town. We lost Mel? Okay. Sorry, Mel. Maybe next time. Do we still have time for Wilson? Wilson! I'm sure they've never heard that before. It's a stupid joke. Shouldn't make it. Can you dump that entirely? Just kidding. Don't, don't, don't dump it. Wilson, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, if uh, Fahim's got any sense, uh, Ritter will walk in his locker and see a pink slip hanging there. He needs to go. I'm not sure uh, that's how they do it nowadays. But... Got fired. Yeah, I, I just – I mean, I tend to agree with you, and thanks for thanks for the call there. It's just – there's just not a world in which Raheem Morris is so naive to think that he's so good of a coach that he's going to do the exact same thing that got the last guy fired. Uh, between that and the fact that there's just, there had to be a plan in the meeting. That that's part of the reason he got hired. Like there's just no way around it. There's no way around it. There there had to be a plan that they thought they could formulate and, and execute. And there's just no way that plan was. I'll just be a better quarterback coach than the last guy. Just not. It's just. It's not. It's not feasible. It's not possible. There's no way. I would like to make some like sort of grand declarative statement like. If Desmond Ritter's quarterback won for the Falcons, I'll do this or I'll do that. Now, look, I'm not a tattoo guy, so that's out the window before anyone sends it. Get a tattoo of Desmond Ritter. That's not happening. No tattoos. I would like to make some sort of grand declarative statement. You know what? If you have suggestions of a grand declarative statement that I can make in this situation scenario that Desmond Ritter's QB1 week one next year, Send me a tweet, at Abe Gordon. Uh, we'll see if we can read a couple on air. All right, when we come back, it is time to go outside the perimeter. We've done a lot of talk here about Kirk Cousins and the Atlanta Falcons. What's going on around the rest of the country? We go outside the perimeter, take a look at some of the top national sports stories, headlines, and topics in the final hour. It is 92.9 The Game tonight, right here live from the Kia Studios. I'm your host, Abe Gordon, on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.